Welcome to the Days Past Tunecast. My name is Will. Mine is Travis. And on this podcast, we have adult conversations about yesterday's animations. Travis, I am so excited. Me too. To be speaking again about this cartoon we will be speaking about today. I am as well. Excellent. See, I expected you to break first. No, so no, I was, no. I was, I didn't want to have to say anything else. Yeah, I write it out. You ruined beat. it. Yeah, I'm sorry. All right. Yeah, you should be sorry <laughs> for not <laughs> ruining the bit. <laughs> hey guys, uh, we're doing spring cleaning here. Yeah. And this may go into the summer. <laughs> well, we don't know what's gonna happen. So we may be cleaning. There's so much to clean up around the studio here. There Just is. Just puddles of tunes yep. left and right. Piles yep. of tune waste. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, but we're going back to the original, Ooh, the man. one that started Boy, this show in the first place. Yep. The one that uh, brought us such hits as Exodus. That Ooh, was the name of the first episode. It was. Yes. There was the Unholy Trinity. Yep. Was the second episode. And so this is the first time we're coming back for a third helping. Oh, man. We could not get enough of that furry, muscle bound, (laughs) body showing, skin slapping, (laughs) alien, beef caked up, beef cake, alien cat men and women. Oh, man. Known as. Thundercats, we're back. We're back on Third Earth. This is the reason, if you guys don't know this, if you're not regular listeners, uh, Thundercats is the show. It's a 1980s cartoon show that is the very reason that Travis and I even have this show in the first place. Yeah, it is, man. It really really sparked the first conversation we had about about doing a podcast, man. Yes. So, So, thank you. We owe them so much. We do. We owe Thundera so much. (laughs) And luckily, we have them in our TV sets (laughs) as prisoners, so we can thank them anytime we want. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is the third episode. This was uh, released on September 11th, 1985. Ooh, good year. That was a good year. It was a great year. (laughs) It was a good year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Travis, before we go further, I'm going to say the name, uh, the title of this particular episode in a second, but I have a a joke for you. Okay. That I think you're going to like. Because you're usually the jokester on the show. Okay. You've written a lot of jokes for us. Yeah, I have. They're not um, good, but I I, I try. I thought I'd give my... Try your hand Take a shot at it, yeah. Okay. Travis, yeah. What do you call a gerbil in a freezer? Um, a, f- uh, a f- frozen. No. Ger- <laughs> Would, how about this? How about this? Would you think it might be a burble? That's correct. A burble. <laughs> The name of this episode is Burbles. Dude, you got them dad jokes in you, bro. Yeah, I got you, it, dude. I, had, I didn't have to reach very far. I'm 34 now, so I should be coming up on them anytime. I, I, got, a, I got my various types of humor I can call on. I love it. That was really good. Burbles yep. is the name of this episode, and I don't even really want to talk about what they are quite yet. No. Let's, let's leave it until they come up in the episode. But just know, we're going to be meeting a new race on Third Earth. <laughs> called burbles as okay. if this show didn't have enough going on the, dude from what i looked at on on like what i've seen online yeah it's just they're introducing basically their artist studio yeah. seems like it was just like a mad scientist's laboratory of smacking together any number of elements that you might want to put together and then sometimes they created wonderful things that would help humanity like mumra yeah and sometimes they would come out with things <laughs> like the burbles yeah it all, it all depended what kind of day they were having. Yes. Yeah. And I, I kind of remember this these characters from the show when I was a kid, but I don't remember seeing them. I just kind of remember the image of them and their toys. We looked up the toys the other day, yeah. and uh, they seem familiar to me. For those of you who have not listened to prior shows where we've done uh, Thundercats on this show before, I'll just let you in on a little secret. They're great. <laughs> 
Come here. Get, come closer. Yeah, yeah come, come closer. closer. They're awesome. And I'll just tell you, all you really need to know is that the Thundercats are led by a guy named Lionel. <laughs> They're all cat-like uh, it's humanoids. Not, it's not Lionel. It's not no. Lionel like we yeah. once thought And we if you're Mumra, you pronounce it like Lion-O. Yep. You like to put the emphasis on that. <laughs> a lion man named Lionel leads a group of cat-like humanoids from a planet named Thundera. Mm-hmm. They crash-landed on a planet called Third Earth, and they're coming into conflict with a evil wizard man who is a <laughs> mummy and some other things named yeah. Mumra, who lives mm-hmm. in a temple. The ever-living. In a pyramid, yes. That's basically what you need to know, and that Lionel has a sword that has a jewel in it called the Eye of Thundera, and it apparently is a source of great power. The Sword of Omens. Everyone knows about it, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they're just born with that knowledge. And it's Mumra that we begin the episode with. Yes. And I'm always I'm always fine with that. Me always too. Always happy to Me hear too. from him. Yep. He doesn't play that big of a role in this episode. I thought it was going to be interlaced with more Mumra, and it yes. was not. I well, that, I think that's why they put him in there, and yeah. especially first. They're like, man, this is not, because kind of, this is not a great episode. I don't think anybody could argue that this is one of the better episodes of Thundercats. Even the writers, I'm assuming, knew this. Right. And that's why they brought it in kind of early yeah. is what I'm guessing. Like, they said, oh, shit, we just made two pretty darn good episodes of Thundercats. We probably should put a shitter in there right. so they don't expect this all the time. So they know we're going to take some dumps. Well, it, it, it's it's a shitter that connects a couple dots for, you yeah. know, for something later on. So. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, it does manage to, like, move the plot along. Mm-hmm. And the character, I mean, it's, it's not badly done so much as it's just like who gives a shit nobody i don't know as a kid i guess i would have been into this maybe but you, yeah you i'm were, sure i would have been fine with it right but yeah but if you throw mumra on there it makes it seem like something serious is uh-huh. going to happen yeah. whereas really nothing very serious happens at all in this episode but yeah we start with mumra over at his hq the black pyramid bp yeah and he the bp hq mm-hmm. and he's hanging out just talking to himself dude i was waiting for someone to enter screen left or screen right man any of the mutants yeah anybody <laughs> no he is doing the worst thing you can do in my opinion one of the worst things you can do in a cartoon yeah unless you're joking about it and just just so much exposition dropped. You, at once you love it, don't you? In such a way, you okay, love it. Listen to it, and we'll talk about okay. it. Okay. The of Thundera finally within my reach. The Thundercats are all present at their camp, except Lionel, their young leader. Since Lionel always carries the Eye of Thundera with him, embedded in the hilt of the Sword of Omens. I needn't fear that it might be accidentally destroyed when I destroy the Thundercats. <laughs> Man, I-, I was waiting for someone to be like, hey, boss. Hey, but no, nothing. Well, or, yeah, because he's talking out loud <laughs> yeah. as though he's talking to someone. Yep. It's like if I was making out a plan, like I'm going to steal Travis's car. And then I'm saying alone in my house, I'm saying no one's around. Travis isn't around. Nobody. <laughs> I'm just saying there's his car. He never leaves home without it. <laughs> However, I know that he's going to be around. He's going to need his car again at this time. So I need to go while he's at work, which is from this time to this time. All spoken aloud. All alone. <laughs> I, it just doesn't even seem like something he would do. The only right. thing that saves yeah. it is that Mumra's voice is so great. Mm-hmm. He sounds so evil. And, and like, the character itself is. He's awesome. Yeah. So I, yeah. I'm okay. I can accept it. But my God, what, what a lesson in what not to do. <laughs> like this is what people, this is why people make fun of these shows. Yeah. This shit like this. This is what you get Rankin and Bass. Mm-hmm. That you deserve it if take, you do take, something like take that. Take your Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and shove it. <laughs> well, it's just, it's, he is just a mouthpiece for the writers who want to impart information. You can just see them saying, what do the kids need to know yeah. if they haven't watched Thundercats before? We'll fit it. We'll just shove it right into his old mouth, Mumra, and then make him puke it out in front of him. <laughs> little, little Red Riding Hood over there? Yeah. Yeah, he does look like that, doesn't he? He does. He looks like, he looks kind of apish in the face mm-hmm. a little bit because his nose is up and he looks kind of like an old green ape man <laughs> in a red riding hood <laughs> get up but with with bandages yeah. a layer of bandages yeah. between and a body cast he's got a lot going on he does yeah he definitely does he, he, coolness is one of those things mm-hmm. suaveness really <laughs> very suave actually he is yeah he's, he's a very upper crust i would say <laughs> He's watching, he's looking into his little scrying pool and he's seeing what goes on in the world yeah. as he's just saying things to himself, facts that he already knows. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like he's reasoning these things out either, by the way. He's just saying them. Yeah. And what he sees there is that he sees the Thundercats. 
and where they are. And that's what we cut to. We go see our Thundercats. Yep. And they're hanging out in the wastes of New Earth, um, oh, Third Earth. Yeah. And their giant spaceship is still there, still crashed from the last two episodes. It's looking like a salvage yard. It is. I was and, really, I was really waiting, waiting for Fat Albert and the gang to <laughs> pop around the corner, man. Well, Panther would be quick to kick them out because he apparently is very offended. <laughs> Panther, one of the Thundercats, like the head mechanic, yeah. I guess. He He's like, it's not junk, okay? Like, it's not junk. I got it. Like, I salvaged it and I did a good job here. He's just very proud of his work, maybe a little too much. But he's built a what they immediately call a thunder tank, which I have to assume yes. that like they call it that word right away because that's a term that they actually have on their planet and that they had tanks on their planet. Because otherwise they're just, <laughs> I don't know, just coming up with like toy names on the uh, yeah, on I the think, fly. Uh, I think we'll find it later on. I that's think more accurate. Just, yeah. I did want one of those really bad as a kid. I didn't have For that toy. Sure. I think I knew a kid that did. And the layer, the layer I wanted bad, and of course I was very disappointed by it. It wasn't as good as Castle Grayskull. Oh, not think. at all. But man. I wanted it to be bigger. I wanted it to be way, be way bigger. Bagger. <laughs> I wanted it to be bagger. All of our Thundercats are present, minus Lino and Snarf. Yeah, they're off running around in the forest, which they did last episode. <laughs> we'll get to them in a second. See what happens is it starts to rain. And then it starts to rain rocks. Yes. And boulders even. Mm -hmm. And this very biblical. This is like this this episode has two things. One at the end, and this one right here yeah. seems like a plague, like one of the plagues. Uh -huh. And that seems to be a recurring theme on this show yeah, so is, far. Mm -hmm. Cool. I mean, you gotta go back to the original, the original badass. <laughs> God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a youth pastor would say to you, like to try to get you into it. You know who the real original badass yeah. was, right? Jehovah. <laughs> um, but I want to hear them talk about this rain. But the main thing I'm trying to do is just to give you guys an idea of what the voices are. If you haven't heard them before, you're going to hear Wiley Kit. You're going to hear Wiley Cat. You've been under a rock. Yeah. <laughs> One of the rocks that are raining down from yes. the sky. But mostly I want to introduce to you the fifth beetle to the Thundercats Beatles. And that is the music on the show. Oh, man. Looks like quite a storm coming up. Is that thing rust-proof? Wily Cat, it's raining stones! Ow! Oh, stones, my whiskers! Those are boulders! Into the ship, quickly! Not this cat. I'm not leaving my baby alone. Blasted rocks buried the spaceship. Time to rock. Super prominent guitar solo. Just guitar jazzing everywhere. Really not great guitar play. <laughs> Yeah. It's not bad, but it's like, it just seems like placeholder guitar solo, like not super metaled out or anything like that. Like the main song, the main theme song has a great guitar playing that's kind of metal, 80s metal playing in it. Right. That just sounds like something you'd hear on classic rock station and not, not <laughs> well played, by the way. But yeah, the, I mean, the music on the hater. show, we've covered it before. Well, I enjoy it, but it just seems like if they're trying to get across how badass everything is. They're not doing that's it That's not happening. That makes me think of dad. Like yeah. that makes me think of dad. I would like that. <laughs> I enjoy it though. Yeah. Yes, as we've talked about, the music on the show is very, very prominent. It is. It, it seems to fill every second of the show, <laughs> but it is really cool, really good. They were swinging on that one. Oh, they <laughs> were, <laughs> man. Just getting it. Hell yeah. Yeah, this, this, like, somehow the rain of rocks, it seems like it moves all the mud and the dirt around there horizontally to cover up everything, <laughs> both this spaceship, which is their headquarters right now, and yeah. then the thunder tank, and then Panthero digs them out with the tank or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah it, can do, it can do anything. Yeah, they, and then they're just like, okay, and then at the end, Tigra says, well, that didn't seem natural. Or whatever. And that's like, again, we're touching on these characters like Mumra and them. They're yeah. barely in this episode. Barely. barely. But they do play a little bit of a role. All right. So from there, we cut over to the nearby forest, which again, last episode, this seems like the exact, like Lionel has not learned a lesson. No. Don't go off <laughs> hanging out on your own with Snarf, the Thundercats pet or whatever he is. They're, they're, they're <laughs> punching bag, basically. <laughs> Pretty much, man. They're off hanging out in the forest. Smash cut. He's just treating them like. Like shit. Yeah, and Snarf is like, I'm, I'm less annoyed by Snarf the further we go in this. I'm more like, maybe you guys are just shitty to him all uh -huh. the time, and he feels the need to act out or, or get your attention. This is kind of a funny interaction because Snarf, well, Snarf and Lionel are talking about what's in the forest. Snarf keeps hearing things. Snarf has 
a bad reaction to his own shadow. Yeah. <laughs> and he says something that sounds very like hip hop, like brag to me, like a rap brag. Okay. We're getting awfully far from the Thundercat camp, Lion-O. Go on back if you want to, Snarf. Nobody forced you to come along. Well, it's kind of creepy around here. Pretty soon you'll be jumping at your own shadow. <laughs> Old Snarf isn't afraid of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> See? Snarf! When you're fierce like me, you throw a fierce shadow, that's all. <laughs> we'll turn back as soon as we see where this trail leads and... Whoa! Can't get a, a foothold. Sides too slippery. <laughs> so, Snarf says he throws a fierce shadow. Yeah. That seems like like you're, you, that's like a euphemism for something like that. Like, but it just seems like a brag to me. <laughs> Do you pick up on that? And he literally does. Like he's saying, "I'm not afraid of my own shadow." And as he's saying it, sees his own shadow and is afraid of it. Yeah. Somehow. Uh, yeah, what we what I cut out in there yeah. is that he basically has rabies for a second. Like Snarf sees a a rhino type monster in the background of the the forest. Yeah, yeah and he try, yeah he starts attacking and him. kicks its ass basically. Yeah. Like at least scares it off and knocks a tree over on it and stuff like that. Lionel's reaction is like any any of you who are pet owners. Anytime your cat or dog has suddenly gone crazy on something, you go, "What's got into you? What are you doing?" Like that's the exact reaction he has to it. Yeah, like he needs to get him on a shot collar or something if he's just going to go off and start fights yeah he's like one of those dogs you know that starts fights with bigger dogs and then you have to <laughs> run him out of there or yeah or just quit taking him on your missions with you well yeah yeah i'm home mean, with wily cat i imagine he wants to go with lino because remember lino not that long ago was a child he got artificially <laughs> aged up and so to snarf he's still holding on to the idea that i'm in charge of this little baby boy yeah when he's not you can let it go. You can. He's you can a man. Let go don't, of that. Whatever you do, do not call oh, Lionel no. a little boy. Lionel's pride comes out quite a bit in this episode. <laughs> I, although he has improved in some ways, I would say the whole camp's walking on eggshells around this dude. Yeah. Man. Well, and they talk about the fact that he's alone again in the forest, <laughs> which is the exact place where he got in trouble with Mumra last yeah. time yeah. and didn't call for help when he needed it. And Panthro says something about he's like, well, I guess he's an adult now. He yeah, just, yeah, like yeah, they're yeah. very just shitty about it. I guess they're trying again i think they're trying to let him learn the lessons he needs to learn and it is working to an extent because later on when lino is faced with a challenge that he thinks about doing himself he ends up calling on the thundercats and it goes better than last time yeah all right so at the end of that you heard Lionel fall into a hole in the forest and be unable to climb back out, which you and know, I, unable to talk properly exactly you love you love that he don't immediately you? <laughs> like if i just fell over like, let's say I just walked, got up right now, <laughs> fell over, and was slowly trying to get up, I guess. And I'm just like, can't, stay, erect, must, stand, <laughs> Tra hold, Trav, Trav hold on, me. can't, stand. Like, no no one does this in real life. <laughs> no one does. No, I've never been in such pain <laughs> that I can't. I'm just not going to talk if I'm hurt that bad. Or I'll be like, hold on just a second. I'm not going to sit there and do the Adam West thing. <laughs> Which is all that is. He invented it. I have to give him credit. I assume he invented it. You got the hip hop lines now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm do the Adam West thing. I'm gonna do the Adam West thing, baby. <laughs> but yeah, he's also like not hurt. You can see that he's just trying to like very quickly just try to get up the wall for a second. Yeah. And yet he's acting like he's lifting a gigantic spaceship over his head. Definitely. Like you have to at least save those things for really strenuous activities, mm -hmm. not just trying to walk up an incline. And to go against him a little bit, it feel I feel like he could have gotten out of this hole if he by himself. I've seen him do more heroic things. Exactly. That happens a few times here. Yeah. I agree with you. Like, if he has the sword with him. Yeah. Why not just stab the sword, pull himself up, stab the sword, pull himself up? Yeah. Well, so Snarf starts trying to help him out of this situation. Snarf's trying to pull him out with, like, a rope or a vine that he finds, which is just never going to work anyway. Yeah. And suddenly, <laughs> Snarf is lassoed. Lassoed by it. But... An unseen... <laughs> About 20 lassos. 20, yeah, that's the thing is you would think that it's like a tribe of pygmy cowboys yeah. are just like uh, like rollicking around the place because all these lassos cover him and then ultimately cover Lionel and they pull him out of the hole. Yep. And this, my friends, is when we finally get to meet the burbles. <laughs> the burbles. <laughs> my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> these these are very small robot bears yep. 
you can tell they're robots because most of their flesh is just like they look like they're made out of two technodromes from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh yeah, they're like yeah. snowmen yeah. made out of technodromes, <laughs> small technodromes. They're like you know like up to they're about at Snarf's height, so I guess like two feet or something yeah. like that. And then they have little patches of fur and little ears like bears, like they're teddy bears. They're mm-hmm. like teddy ruxpins that are. Their, their skin is coming, like Terminator te- Teddy Ruxpins or something. <laughs> yeah. And they all have, they all look exactly the same except for a few. And they all have that same like uh, old style doll open O mouth. Basically like it's a blow up doll actually yeah. now that I think about it. And because so they always look surprised. <laughs> They're always like, ooh, ooh. Blow up doll. Yeah, man. that's what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> in the face. It. Yeah. I mean, they are cute. Like this looks like this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll show you one. Yeah. They are very cute. They I are. will say that. They, they're <laughs> yeah. adorable, and their I feel voice. for them. <laughs> God, Lord, their voices are so crazy. So I couldn't make out half the I know, dude. I, I listened to it on headphones, and, and I still had trouble. I'm going to play you guys an example now. Yeah. Uh, so this is Lionel <laughs> getting pulled out and coming face-to-face with the burbles for the first time. <laughs> Untie us at once. I am Lionel. <laughs> You dare to make fun of me, the Lord of the Thundercats? What? He says, it says something about Thundercat, it tries to say Thunderburbles. And then goes, super fucking, this is damn creepy. It is. This is very damn creepy. If you were in the forest playing with your friends and like you got caught by these things, they're all speaking like, like sound wave from Transformers (laughs) and they say burble so much and they just don't have, like they don't have control. They are like early Mac computers, like where you have it read (laughs) for you, man, they're like Ewoks, like robo Ewoks because they're, they're machines. Somehow they're a race, like the Transformers, because yeah. they're from a planet, we'll find out. But they just use, like, the simplest low-tech bullshit, like like uh, blow darts and lassos <laughs> and things like that. And they're agricultural yeah. as a people. <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> I mean, I just don't – I don't get – I don't get it. Like at least with the with Transformers already don't make sense, right. but they just exist on a planet that is just all robotic. It's just metal. They live off of energon cubes, which is just like And I, we still don't know the true size of a Transformer. No. I'm still lost. Yeah, I, well, I don't it's really just whoever it. it's artist's rendition. It's okay. whatever you need it to be. Yeah. <laughs> but with these guys, it's like so they come from a planet they're called. They call themselves row bears as yep, well, yep. and it seems like I, I think as far as a name goes for writing, just call them row bears. Why burbles? You give them now two <laughs> names to call them row bear makes way more sense. Yeah, yeah. Burble just sounds like a gerbil. It I mean, does. that's <laughs> weird. Very, very weird and very creepy. Somehow, Liono and Snarf cannot break free of I don't know, like ten lassos. Like Liono has done way more superheroic shit than that. He has for sure. That's another tune sin on their docket right there. For yeah. sure. And it was, and I guess he's pretentious as hell now, dude. Yeah, good point. Yes, thank you. He he's <laughs> he did this, this in the last he did this in the last episode. He said like because he yelled at his sword to come back to him. He said, "I, Lord of the Thundercats, command you." And it's to his sword, and it yeah. wouldn't do it. And then Jaga, their old grandpa, basically that <laughs> appears as a force ghost, ghost had to say, ghost, "Ghost granddad, don't don't command it." Yeah. You know, or whatever. So yeah, he's totally. It's gone to his head you now. Damn. Exactly. Do this. To I mean, me. he is a teenager. Yeah. So he has not gotten. He's a man. He's a man. He's I mean, listening. he's a teenager inside. Okay. We all know that he's a he's a he's a little boy <laughs> in a big boy's body. Yeah. And he doesn't. That's the whole thing. I I will say that like they didn't quickly make him grow up. And they didn't quickly, they didn't keep him a little boy in his mind forever. Right. Like, I know that there are some episodes, again, I think I mentioned this before, where he goes through some trials that kind of make him uh, worthy of being the leader. But at this point, like, again, later, he does make a different decision than he did in the last episode. So there's some growth there, but apparently not enough. He's still very, very proud, egotistical here. Maybe he's also bowing up a little bit because he's afraid of these fucking robot bears. He's like, maybe they'll respect my authority as a leader of a alien race. That, purple, purple. Purple. And this uh, this is when there's a quick cut over to the other Thundercats. Yeah. And Panther makes a sarcastic remark. Again, we're in the same situation as we were last time. Mm-hmm. Also, at this point, I noticed something. We see Chitara. She's looking off in the distance, kind of worried about Lionel. Her spots 
She needs to go get a doctor to check those. <laughs> like she looks, you know, when you see playmate, like uh, Playboy playmates from the 1960s yes, now, yeah. and their skin is just like they tanned way too much, right. and they, they must have like they have a freckle cut off every day. <laughs> oh man, just yeah. constantly. That's what her spots looked like to me all of a sudden. Like I was really worried for her. Yeah. Chitara, please, any of you, if you have what you think are Chitara spots, start spray tanning. Yeah, it's not worth it. Believe yeah. me, go under a one of those UV X-rays or whatever. They will show you. Just what it's doing to you. Oh man! Brought to you by nope. They, they nope. wouldn't be by a tan tanning company. <laughs> Certainly not. No, I gotta go health with this yes. one. All right. So our, our our hero is caught. Yeah. What'll happen to him? Well, Travis and I know. I do know. But we're not going to say until no. after this break. Mm-hmm. Nature of the beast. Discover the ugly truths and dark secrets of true crime, the paranormal, the occult, and conspiracy. Join your guides for weekly episodes and face the true nature of the beast. Days past Tooncast, we are back. Yes. Welcome back to the Days Past Tooncast. We are still discussing the Thundercats episode. Burbles. 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 Those robot bears everyone's yeah. talking about. They're they were in the 2011 series. Oh, yep. Of Thundercats. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah and yeah. I hope that they sounded exactly the same. Yeah, right. Yeah. This crappy <laughs> 80s vocoder thing. Okay, and so last time we were talking. Uh, which was just seconds ago for you, but days ago for oh, Travis yeah. and I. Yeah, it was about one week, actually. We went through a yeah. wormhole. Mm-hmm. The Robears, the Burbles, the Robear Burbles had, <laughs> had captured Lionel and Snarf. And uh, now they've brought them to their little village, yes. their whatever, their outpost, whatever you would call it. What would they have? Yeah, little village. Village seems yeah. right. It kind of looks like the Smurf village. To me, it does, yeah, and it's like, and it's set up like that too. There's only there's only one female. That's true. Only one female. And there's and like a, a leader, men. and they all mostly look the same. That's a really good point. Yes. Well, see, all of that points to the idea that I had, which is this was supposed to be a Nick Jr. show, because they all are so <laughs> tame and sweet. Ultimately, because we're gonna, if you didn't realize, like they're not bad guys. They're just capturing somebody. I don't know why they're capturing people. Actually, they have a trap out in the forest, which is not where they seem to live. Yeah, really. They just captured Lion-O. We find out they don't hunt. They have their own food. What the hell? Maybe they're just trying to um, slow down the guys that are going to try to raid their village later on. Yeah, maybe, maybe so. I don't, I don't maybe. know. Maybe. Maybe they're coming from the forest. Well, <laughs> or, I think we're giving or, or, more thought to it than yeah, they did. Right. <laughs> than the writers yeah, did? just forget it. Just forget yeah. it. I think, yeah, This they basically are characters from a Nick Jr. show because they speak so slowly. It's like Blue's Clues. Like, they're leaving room for you to fill in their sentences. Yeah. Like, which kind of fruit is it? <laughs> Candy fruit or whatever. Uh, I know, I yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. They seem very much like that type of character to me. <laughs> I would watch probably a show about them. Yeah, I, I definitely would have got yeah, caught I think, in that. I think for I sure. could, I, I'm betting that's what they... I, I make up that they would want that. Yeah, they would have de- gone for that, yeah. <laughs> definitely, man. Yes. Come on now. <laughs> Well, so they're in the village and yeah. uh, they're tied up. And again, Lion-O should be able to break out, but he doesn't. And then the leader of the Robert Burbles mm-hmm. <laughs> named Robert Bill. Yep. He's their elder. <laughs> he's the elder. Yeah. he's He looks a little bit different. His fur is darker more than anything else, I think. Yeah. He comes out and pulls a knife on him. But it's okay, guys. Don't worry. He just cuts him loose. And and one of their major arteries. Yeah, yes. Uh-oh, this looks like the chief whatever he is coming over. You fell into one of our traps, Herbals. Uh-huh. Herbal derbally burble herbal. It may not be a good idea to make him sore, Lion-O. Burbals. Robert Burbals. Burbals from the planet Robert. Been here for years. I think they're called Burble Snarf. Uh, Robear Burbles. Snarf. That's not what I've been calling him. <laughs> I like that what Snarf says there. Oh, yeah. The implication is that he's been cussing about. He's like, these fucking son of a bitches is what he's been saying. <laughs> but we just didn't happen to hear that part. <laughs> oh. Robear Burbles. To hear Lionel say, 
I think they're called Robear burbles. They've all they've been saying is Robear and burble this entire time. <laughs> like he just figured it out. And what he says, like, sounds like a nonsense rhyme. Like it sounds like he's trying to make fun of them, kind of. Yeah. But it it's not even making fun of them. It's just, I guess he's making fun of their vocal tick of saying burble a lot. Yeah. Because they say they've been there for burble years. But that's the only time I remember them saying, like, just replacing a necessary word, yeah. like the number of years you've been there, with the word burble. I think that's the only time they do it. Mm-hmm. None of it's consistent. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> but they're... Herbal, purple, burble. Herbal, herbal. Well, everything's fine. Like, they're not bad guys. They're not here to hurt anybody. And they cut... He cuts... Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've already trapped you once. <laughs> they just wanted to prove their dominance over you, lion Once yeah. again, you're not as good as anyone else. Uh-huh. Ta- your teenage ego will take a hit once again. They cut him loose, and they end up offering them a platter... Right. ...of what looks like turnips. Yes. But they're not. They are burble fruit. Yeah. And they come in a variety. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, yeah, right. And uh, Lino and Snarf want to know what their deal is, like where these things come from. So, Robear Burble Bill. <laughs> it's a it's a vocal warm-up. Robear Burble Bill it, bought the basketball. It is a yeah. vocal exercise Big from time. hell. Robear Burble Bill. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> also, Lino tends to say Robert or like Robert. Robert, he just he he throws it away after the first time. Robert, it's Robear. It's he, they're robots, but they're bears. Yeah, like and the name of their planet is Robear, but they're called burbles. This is this reminds me of the bear situation in He Man that we had, Masters of the Universe. The bears that like they turned invisible. Yeah. Okay. And I, I don't remember. It, yeah. <laughs> you have better memory than me on that. Yeah. Like this is too complicated. You need to make this as simple as possible for me to make it stick. Because as we're about to find out, there's a lot more at work than just that. So they lead them over to their crops oh, or yeah. whatever you want to call it. There's trees and all this business. They're growing all kinds of verbal fruit. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they've learned how to. It, basically, it's like in Willy Wonka. I, I imagine it like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Yeah, it's like whatever. Or actually, this is a Narnia thing in the books. Whatever you plant, there will be a plant that grows up and make makes that thing that yeah. you plant. So they have meat fruit, mm-hmm. bread fruit, veggie fruits, yep, and candy fruit. Candy fruit. Sign me up for that one, huh? <laughs> it looks like a candy cane. It, exactly. Just they candy. just are candy canes. Yeah. That's not a candy fruit anymore. That's just a candy. That it's on a tree. <laughs> kind of a cheerful bunch, aren't they, Snark? Just eat very good. Where can this fruit be picked? Uh uh. Robert Bill, who are these trollogs? Robert Bill, Robert Bill, Robert Bill, Robert. God, they're so fucking creepy. Like I, if this was me in this situation, everything that they were having me do, I would go along with, assuming that they might get angry and hurt me because. I think of like, they're kind of a, did you ever see 2001 A Space Odyssey? Um, I don't think so. Okay, no. you've probably heard referenced uh, Hal, like the, oh, e- yeah, the yeah, AI yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah, he yeah. talks very calmly. Right. Well, I imagine them as Hal. Like as long as I do what they want and I'm not causing any trouble, he they're not going to hurt me. Yeah, he won't, he won't blow your spaceship up. Yeah, yeah but if I say the wrong thing, they're going to lose it. And there are a few times in this where things come up and they quickly, like the Thundercats, decide to go along with whatever the Robears are saying. Right. It's like, I feel like they get it too. They don't know what these things are capable of because they're robots. They're a race of robot bears. God only knows what they're going to do. I would definitely believe that my life was in danger for sure. Constantly. Yeah, I'm not making it out well, of this one. They're, they're basically, well, I mean, their level of intelligence is, I don't, it seems... <laughs> Inconsistent as well, <laughs> yeah. like because on on one hand, like they're describing, they're going to describe some kind of complex situations, but then they also apparently don't have numbers because they just say verbal years. Yeah, and then he like throws out 
he just gets rid of certain key words, like, you know, or connector words, I guess. So it's just like, call Robo, burr, you know, just like they just say shit like they're cavemen, cavemen speak. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't feel like they knew what they were doing on the production side. Yeah. I think they had, I'm, I, seriously, this seems to happen a lot. I think they just had the images first and then they said, shit, we have to do a third episode. So, like next week. Yeah. Dude. So take this dump and just get it out there. <laughs> and they did. And then, get but your, like, get your voice coder. What'd you say it was? A vocoder. Vocoder. Yeah, it's as I understand it, I've never used one, but um, and they have digital versions of it now or like plug-in versions like software. Yeah. But it basically takes like a vocal signal and then digitizes it. And so like in tra- Sonic, what is it? Um Shockwave or whatever on the guy with the cassette tape player in, in his chest. Uh, the, f- the futuristic tape player, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh on Transformers. Yeah. Like that's how they got his voice, you know. So you can it, it's uh, anyway, I, I don't. I, I'm. I've reached the end of my ability to describe it. Okay. <laughs> my understanding stopped a long time ago, so I should have stopped then. But yeah, oh man, they're just they're just creepy. But they're all again, they're very cute. Like I would want to have one, but I would want cage. it. I would want it to not have intelligence. <laughs> just be dead. If it had intelligence, wanna, like I would. You want, you want a dead burble? If I had me. it in a cage and it was alive, I would feel tempted to mess with it to see what I could ha- make happen, and that's not good. <laughs> That's not a good thing to do. What well, there, there was this uh, program on my computer, like way, you know, we're talking like twenty years ago or more, no more than that, like okay, almost twenty five years ago, called Doctor Spazzo, and Spazzo stood for something, but it was something that came with this old PC, not a Mac, and it was a way to test your your sound card back when that made a difference, <laughs> and it was just a program that you would just interact with dialogue, and it would be a he was supposed to be a psychologist a digital psychologist and he would respond to you and he would take certain keywords. And so if you were like, how are you? He, it's kind of like um, Siri now. Yeah. It's but it was written, you know, written out, but he, you would hear his voice and he would sound, hi, I am Dr. Spazzo. But if you made him mad enough, because you could keep cussing at him and say, please don't do that or whatever. And eventually he would freak out and like all these ones and zeros, he would go, ah, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's just like make a really loud noise and it would just scroll a bunch of nonsense for a bit. And then he would calm down. That scared the shit out of me. Wow. It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> was it supposed to do that or was that, yeah. a, was that a, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was something that was designed to do. But I mean, it's for someone who's like, you know, I'm kind of afraid of AI in general. It just scares me. Like Skynet, I think I, is I think coming. It's safe to say we, 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 are all, we all are. We all should be. Yeah. Yeah. It's happening. It's, it's real- already happening underneath our noses, people. <laughs> yeah. Matt Tracker is in, in league fucking, with the fucking Matt fucking Tracker. Tracker is in league with with the machines. I, I, I trust me, but yeah, that it's that. So that's that's my early. Maybe that that uh, hurt me early on. Maybe that gave me a wound that will not heal, and that's why I don't trust these robotic bears. But anything like that's just what I make up. They are. Don't if I were trust to mess with them, robotic bears is a good four four word sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Good lesson. Good, good thing to live by. There don't go. feed Sorry. bears. Don't trust bears. Yeah, don't trust don't robot trust bears. Bear, don't trust bears, robotic yeah. or not, and don't trust robots, bear or not. They're not mm-hmm. trustworthy. And fuck AI. Yeah, seriously. And the movie, no good. <laughs> I never saw it. When wasn't worth it. Uh, I agree with you. Probably. Sorry, Stevie. That's Ooh. the second. Also, Stanley Kubrick again. Was it? Yeah, he, him. Yeah, I won't get into that. Okay. But yeah. So that's the second Stanley Kubrick we've had on this episode. Got a wide swath. We're cutting here. <laughs> So back to these robot bears okay, that you asked go. for, yeah. that you ordered. Bill, Bill you ordered Burton, them Bill. off of Amazon, and they're arriving. Mm. Okay, so they're out in the crops, and so what has happened at the end of that clip is that you hear the tri- they've got a triangle, like it's dinner time on the farm, <laughs> and it, they're warning that these things called trollogs or trollogs or trollogs is how they trollogs, pronounce yeah. it that just look like <laughs> what I wrote down is trollogs equal bulldog cavemen. They're basically just like cavemen, but they look like they're they're genetically bred to be bulldogs. Yeah. And they're running at the village attacking. And all the row bears are doing, the burbles, whatever, are again <laughs> bills. blow darts and what like ropes i guess or something like they're, they're not doing anything very aggressive back it's just a blow dart that ha- that almost just shoots a little rock at them it's not yeah the, yeah it's not and it's even supposed enough. to stun them yeah. but it's not doing a very good job it knocks them down for one second and they get back up and yeah. keep running at you okay here i want you to hear the conversation that lion has with robert bill about <laughs> Ro- no it's robert burble bill is it robert burble robert burble bill rapid fire you need help. Those stun darts aren't doing much good. 
Why do you use them? Because we would not want to hurt anyone. Then why don't you just let the Trollocs march into your village and take your Robert Burble fruit? And they hate the Trollocs? Look, your Burbles are being overrun, Robert Bill. Yes, they always are. And we're just going to stand here and let it happen? Nothing much else to do. I can't stand it! Bye-bye. That certainly was exciting, Lionel. Wasn't it, Robert Bell? Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it sounds... That at the end is Robert Bell. Bell, yeah. Which is very difficult to discern as far as a name goes when he says it from Bill. It all is, yeah. She sounds like the Minnie Mouse to his Mickey Mouse, and it also sounds like she says, Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> Wasn't it? These things are crazy. Why did they do this to people? Why did they do this to children across America? They had a child psychologist on the show. How did it get past him? They must not have hired him for this one. The 80s, man. Oh, my gosh. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love, there is an art to when you make a computer voice go up at random. Right. Like he's like, yeah, they do. <laughs> it sounds seems totally at random. They always they do. do. And then they always are. Like he is just so, re- th- their plan <laughs> does not make any sense. None. They say, he says, and it was so hard. I didn't get it the first two times I heard it. When Lino asked him, then why don't you just let them overtake the village? He says like, what? And act like cowards? Oh, is that what he said? Yeah, that's what he said. Oh, I'm, I'm, I mean, I didn't check like the script. I don't think there's one available, but that's what I heard. And that's the only thing I could imagine was being said then because none of this makes sense. They're saying they're pacifist enough that they don't want, that they're not going to do anything violent, yeah. truly violent back that would harm them and keep them away. But then they, they refuse to not do anything. So they're still going to try to repel them. I would say that they're still in warfare and that they don't understand pacifism. Like you, yeah. if you're going to shoot like stun guns at people, you are no longer truly just straight up being pacifist. And there's some middle ground between not doing anything and like killing somebody right. <laughs> just for the record. Yeah. Lionel though loses his shit. He does, man. He even says later. He says, "He says I'm sorry, I lost control." I love it though. His teenage angst just can't handle that, dude. He got horny and he just went for it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he is. I like hearing him get that angry because he. I mean, I I know that he only just got caught by them, but obviously he doesn't hate them. Like he's even though earlier he was fucking pissed at him. Like he seems. I mean, who wouldn't want to defend these bears? And it's guys, you got to do better than this. It's basically like the teddy bear picnic. With robot bears. Like, you've got to protect them. (laughs) Teddy bears have a pig. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All I'm saying is, how about the robears, how about they dig a trench around their whole town? Yes. Anything. Call it, yeah, call it a day. Because apparently Lion-O came to get out of that. Yeah, just dig a fucking hole. Like, (laughs) these guys can't be any better than Lion-O. And Lion-O, just to to scare them off, he does, or whatever it is, he he has a new power all of a sudden where he just swirls the the sword of omens in front of him and creates a force field. Mm -hmm. And they run at him and just are deflected like bullets being shot (laughs) at a wall or whatever. It's really weird. I don't, and he does it later in in the episode too. I'm fine with the sword having this power. I just wish that, like, why does he know it does that when it's never done that before? <laughs> it's like, if you gave me an alien artifact that I'm not well, like, like I don't know how it works, and I just assume it has certain powers, I should probably check into that before yeah. I go run into battle and just assume it'll... There, there, there's a fine line between uh, story dump, yeah, you know what I mean, and, well, and th- then nothing. Well, this is really another, to me, it's kind of another... Sin, which is the sudden development of a new power that you didn't have before that just works for that situation. Yeah. I bet it'll, again, there's another one of those later in the episode we're going to get to that's ridiculous. Okay. But yeah, he's he's protected the row bears, and I love, I actually, <laughs> so anyway, let's get serious now. Down to brass tacks. These robotic bears, Lionel has protected them for the time being, and here's the thing, I really like, this kind of made me feel sad and also love, love the row bears more. They feel bad for the Trollocs. And they explain this ridiculous, complex issue of the fact that the Trollocs don't want the berries for themselves. That's what they're there for, these these candy candy kids and everything. And I want to know what the breadfruit looks like, by the way. Is it just a loaf of bread hanging like from a a banana stem or something like that? (laughs) Or in bunches? I like that. Is it cut already? Yeah, they're just individual sacks. Yeah, just slices. (laughs) Yeah. So... 
apparently these Trollogs are not uh, getting the berries for themselves. They're getting the berries to take back to the Giantors, which are exactly what they sound like. They're just giants that live on the mountaintop that keep the Trollogs from getting to what they do eat, which is on top of the mountaintop. And so the Giantors, it's like, it's just this... Uh, ridiculous like if you buy this for me I'll take it to this guy and he'll give me this like it's just a weird uh, fire brigade bucket like you know when you fill the bucket and you put it down the line yeah yeah like the old fashioned way that's what this feels like it's just a, a stupidly unnecessary complex situation very like you can see the seams on it but the the row bears have genuine sympathy for the yeah. Trollogs. Like, even though they attack them, they get it. They're like, these poor guys won't have the money to pay the piper, essentially, so they can't eat. And it almost seems like a government metaphor. Like, the Trollogs are trying to take from someone else because they have to pay the taxpayer. Right. Kind of yeah. seems like something like that. Like, there's a lesson there that we're not explicitly being told but the best lesson i think to take from it is like everybody has a story because even these cavemen bulldogs <laughs> they're only doing that to so they can eat why they can't just eat veggie berries and all these other things i don't know because it seems like every that's everybody wants that everybody yeah, can eat right yeah, all, all these bears in our in our uh, these cartoons we watch man they always have a like a complicated system they're going you're through right, the, you're exactly the, right the bambiot bears they had it theirs was even crazier yeah bear <laughs> bears have complex <laughs> ecosystems yeah. and agricultural systems <laughs> social networks all these things but let's get serious now though. yeah but these robot bears <laughs> the row bears purples so at this point, the giant tours are going to run down from the mountaintop because I guess they're mad that yeah. they didn't get their berries. Why don't they just go get the fucking berries? It's got to be easy for them. Yeah. Like, why? If they want them so bad. But they come down, and at that point, lion makes the decision. In the moment, he says, I think I can handle these guys on my own. And Snarf <laughs> says, I don't think so. And then finally, he makes a good decision and calls on his Thundercat buddies. The giant tours will be furious. I could probably handle them myself. Snarf, snarf, Lino, no, please, call the other Thundercats. Uh, well, all right, Snarf, just to, uh, please you. Tigra, Chitara, Panthro, Wily Cat and Kit, I've made some new friends. The Robear Burbles. This is their elder, Rober Bill. And these are my people, the Thundercats. Travis, when you hear that music, what do you think has happened? The well, I'm not sure. What do End you of the episode is yeah, what yeah, I think. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That, there's like another five minutes left in the show. <laughs> like we, <laughs> and I mean, yeah, not much has happened, but enough has happened that it could be. It's a false ending, right? It's like when a band like acts like they're ending the song and then they go back into it. Yeah. That's essentially what the show does to you, which <laughs> yeah, is really yeah, weird. Yeah, it was a weird place to put that. Very man. strange because it's they meet and they do this again at the end of the episode. When it is the end of the episode, right. they play that yeah. again. Yeah. Very, it's like I'm Pavlovianly like you know trained <laughs> to react to that song as either the opening or the ending. At least an action scene that's yes. going to pop up. Yes, you know, something. Uh, the, yeah, the intro to an action scene. <laughs> well, so what happened in between was that the Thundercats show up and they all you know kick the giant tour's ass yeah. and send them packing. And guess what? <laughs> they don't say anything about like solving that situation. Like they've they've now humanized the Trollogs for us, but all we've done is like send the giant tour's probably packing up to the top of the mountain again. Right. So that system's still in place. So even the Robear situation isn't fixed, as far as I can tell. Everything is exactly the same, except the giant tours just didn't, like, kick anybody's ass or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I just love hearing him talk about his new friends to the Thundercats. Because, <laughs> one, you know, like, if they sh if any of them carried a gun, one of the Robears would have been shot before they even came to the scene. It's like, oh, my God, what was that? These are my friends now. What are you doing? <laughs> Holy shit, you're friends with these things? I was about to make that joke that all of a sudden, <laughs> oh, like, 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 uh, uh, Panthro just shoots five of them right yeah. there and is like, oh, I'm sorry. Got them for so, you. Yeah. It's like, you don't blame me. You can't blame me. <laughs> we didn't say about Bell. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking of this, like, because we heard yeah. Robo Bear Bell, B E L L E, earlier. Yeah. She also looks different from Bill. She's like orange fur and has a little flower in her ear, like it's a bow or yeah. something like that. Mm -hmm. Just. Why? She she is, you're right, she is uh, Smurfette. She yes, is the Smurfette yes. of the group. Yeah. But she and Bill being introduced to the Thundercats and everybody else is just so funny. Because <laughs> nobody really re reacts like they're weird. Right. I mean, they are fucking weird as you're right. shit. You're right, though. In in, in real life, uh, Bell would have got shot. Yeah, Bell would have had a fucking bullet. 
<laughs> right and then, forehead. And then all of a sudden, that's when you see their fury and their yeah. rage. Oh and- yeah, they would have like they would have conglomerated into like a, a mighty Morphin Power Ranger Zord or something. <laughs> that maybe that's what their power is. Yeah, they're a giant burble bear, <laughs> Robo burble bear. <laughs> I, I would like to see that too. I am Bill. Maybe we'll see that, and when they reappear, I, I know we know they reappear. I don't think that's going to happen though. Sadly. Yeah. But yeah, the show isn't over. Oh, so it's you, not. Well, nope. see, so because Mumra is watching on his home TV set, which is his pool, <laughs> and so finally Mumra is back. In, like twenty minutes in, yeah. Mumra appears again, and he sees that they're friends. He says, "Oh no! Now the Thundercats will have uh, an eternal source of food." I mean, I don't know what if was he hoping they would just die of starvation? <laughs> is that his plan? So he. He does some. This is really cool looking. Yeah. He turns into a locust, which turns into many locusts. So again, biblical as shit. Right. More biblical than shit, even. I mean, shit's pretty biblical. This is super <laughs> above and beyond. Yeah. And this plague of locusts just descends on the crops. You know, in old cartoons, when you have a swarm of bees and the bees would all come together and make like a fist. Like, right. And then yeah. they would punch yeah. somebody. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what they do, but they form a giant... Locust, which then turns into a real giant locust. Yeah. That doesn't really do anything because Lion O jumps on it right away. It looks like something out of real Ghostbusters to me. Yeah. I love I love the dark elements in this cartoon. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, yeah. they, they really go dark with it, but yet they try to um shy away from some of the violence. Yes. Well, yeah, because ultimately <laughs> it's not like like he has a sword. Yeah. A sword is made for blocking attacks, but mostly to stab and cut. <laughs> and instead of using his sword, he just jumps on top of it and starts like wrestling it like it's like he's a Bronco or something right. like that. And leading it towards it flies over a volcano. Yeah. That I didn't know there was an active <laughs> volcano in the area, but so be it. And then it dissipates. I mean, because this is Mumra, he's changed his shape. Mumra changes shape and just disappears and leaves Lion falling into a volcano at the slowest rate. Like gravity must be different there. <laughs> and to the point that, like bread, bread grows on trees here, man. You're right. You're right. You're totally right. I'm yeah. sorry. Well, here's the thing. I, I I thought of this and I'm like, this is such a nerdy argument to make, but it, it just stood out to me. Okay. He's falling perfectly like upside down, right? Yeah. Okay, he's falling. His sword is in its sheath up until that point. Suddenly, while he's falling, he's been falling for like a straight minute, his sword starts to come out of the sheath. Physically, that's not at all what would happen. It, his his sword is falling at the same rate as him. Yeah. It's not suddenly speeding up or something like that. So, and that's up, but and that wouldn't stand out except that his sword falling out is a big problem because it's yes. going to get away from him and possibly get destroyed in the volcano, which it would anyway. Mm-hmm. It would anyway. It physics is uh, physics arguments are not good to make in a cartoon. <laughs> I've learned this over time, so that's why I make fun of myself for pointing it out. But the sword gets away from him, and then suddenly. He remembers what to do, which, and then Jaga shows up, which again, Force Ghost Jaga, (laughs) Grandpa Jaga shows up and just tells him like, yes, do that. Just do what you're already thinking. (laughs) He's just falling with him. And then Lionel calls out or commands the sword. The sword comes to him and he flies, literally flies out of the volcano. I had to rewind it because I was like, did he just fly like Superman? Not quite. (laughs) This is another situation where it's like, this is a power that we've never seen before suddenly happening yeah he's holding the sword in front of him he's horizontal so he's laid out and the eye is shooting down energy down into the earth like like he's like iron man's rocket boosters in his boots but how would that make him not just fly backwards or something but he flies all the way out of the volcano and back to home fine like that and just lands (laughs) like yeah just did that no like that's a normal thing yeah i've been practicing that back there i get what that that's what i'll just tell myself to accept this is that he has been learning the many different uses of that sword right yeah he, he goes out with snarf on these journeys to kind of to you know practice test that with, shit you know, out test the sword out yeah it's so it's such a weird dumb like <laughs> just you might as well just have it fly him out by its own power like shooting through the air not yeah. shooting like you're now involving <laughs> physics at a time when it seems like now you've proven that it doesn't matter why have it be that it's a rocket powered <laughs> it reminded me of destro's rocket powered wrist blasters oh, yeah. that he had you know <laughs> like that at least looked like it would work kind yeah. of yeah but he comes back, and I guess Mumra is defeated for the day. I don't know why he doesn't just come back and cause more trouble, but he's gone. Yeah, back into his tomb. <laughs> and when he goes back to his tomb, <laughs> yeah. we, we get to see what happens. Listen to this. Again, nobody around. You must do better against the Thundercats next time, Mumra. <laughs> <laughs> and you will. <laughs> I... Means nothing. 
And that speech didn't end there. He has a mirror inside the the coffin right. that he keeps. That's right. <laughs> he keeps the self motivation going on. Exactly. That's you're good enough. <laughs> you're smart enough. And gosh darn it, dug on it. You're gonna get those Thundercats. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get that eye of thunder. It's it's so weird because he's that doesn't see. I mean, we've only met him once at this point, so I can't say what he does and doesn't do. But why is he talking and addressing himself? What what I started to make up. Because they show shots of these statues in the room yeah. with him. like, And they're very scary. Look, that place is scary as shit. It is. And I know that it's they... D- dark as hell, man. Very this, dark, yeah. He's a mummy. Yeah, he's place. a mummy wizard. <laughs> he is looking at those statues as he says this. Yeah. And they're, I don't remember if their eyes light up or not, but he, those are supposedly statues of the ancient spirits of evil that he calls upon. Wow. yeah. And so, again, very, very creepy, like, you know, <laughs> pagan stuff going on here. And... I started to make up like, is this like a Norman Bates situation in Psycho where in Psycho he's talking to his mom all the time, yeah. but it's actually just him talking about his mom. Is this either the spirits are talking through him or is this just Mumra talking to the spirits in the room and then acting like this is what they would be saying mm-hmm. back to him? Yeah. I mean, I, I totally buy him just saying this to himself into a mirror, but it seems creepier than that because it seems like he's playing out like a very old tape from his upbringing. Like his dad would tell him Mumra. <laughs> you have to do better and now he just says it to himself this is all about positive self-talk yeah and mamra at first negative self-talk you failed but you know what and you will he says <laughs> time is nothing that's the part yeah exactly that's the part you should we should all strive to be like mamra mm-hmm. right there mm-hmm. not so much the evil magic well i don't know i'd probably do that if i could but <laughs> not so much the stealing from others or the potential killing or whatever but the positivity. <laughs> but back to these robots. But uh, b- back to these robot bears. <laughs> these robot bears. Oh, man, I'm well, telling you. We are getting back to the robot bears because we cut to Thundercats outside their, where they're trying to build their lair. Because yeah. they've, they've accepted their place on this planet. They're not getting out of there. Apparently, Panthro doesn't have the smarts to build them a rocket ship or repair their ship. Apparently, that sword does have limitations. Yeah, it can't just carry them <laughs> off into space. He won't be able to breathe. There'll be the She-Ra situation all over yeah, again. yeah. They're there, and they're just hanging out in front of what will be their lair, and they have a blueprint of it out. Just that's the worst. Just, just the worst a child's blueprint. drawing of a, of, a, of, a, of a lion, basically, <laughs> and some drawings, or so, some, like, shapes. The, the dotted white lines. Yeah, the, the, yeah. One, it's, one it's just one line. sheet for this <laughs> giant thing. But the row bears show up. We are here to welcome you, Thundercats. We are happy to have you as neighbors. <laughs> neighbors. Well, I guess that makes it mutual. We will help you build your home. Thank you, but we couldn't allow you to. It's much too great an undertaking for us. You friends. Friends, help each other. He, uh, he has a point, Tigra, doesn't he? The Thundercats accept your kind offer, Roberville, <laughs> with gratitude. <laughs> that laugh, man. I know. Dude, Tigra has the the creepiest laugh ever, man. Go yeah. back and watch that in slow-mo. It is ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't notice. That whole thing is creepy. I, yeah. Like, I feel like Lion knows, like, I know what they can do if they get pissed off, Tigra. Just go along with it. Let the him help us. Lair. I thought you were my friend. <laughs> Also, he calls them, we're happy to have you as neighbors. (laughs) Like, they're just slightly malfunctioning on everything they say. It's just a little off. You just know if you fall asleep around these guys, they're going to wake, you're going to wake up and they're They're just staring staring at you. They're right. They're just, (laughs) are you awake yet? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. The creepy. Oh, man. Maybe maybe, maybe three of them. Maybe more than just one. Oh, yeah. There's just like, it's it's the old camera shot of like the black opens up and then you see just three faces in your face. (laughs) Yeah. Good morning, neighbor. Weirdos. Well, they brought him food. And so, again, like, I don't, I, I really enjoyed them being here, but also, what a fucking weird ass, not terribly good episode. I mean, mm-hmm. it's good for our purposes, yeah. obviously, but what were they thinking? Again, I think they just had the idea that, like, let's lower the bar a little bit. Yeah. Because otherwise, we have to crank out a masterpiece every week, and that right. ain't going to happen. <laughs> so, get it established early on. We're going to have some weird shit, and we're going to have some dumb shit. <laughs> So back in 1985, in September of 1985, the Burbles were born, mm-hmm. and God bless them, all of them, one and all, <laughs> little little Timmy Bur- Burble, <laughs> Robert Burble Timmy, uh, and that's that. That's Sweet. that for that one. Travis, have you um, Robo Bear Robo Bear Burble 
Robert Burble Travis? Yeah. Did you Robert Burble any research on any Robert Burble Thundercats toys? I Robert Burble did. Better check your watch. Because it's time for Travis's Tooncast Toy Corner. But on a serious note, let's get back to these robot bears. Let's get back to these robot bears. We've got to talk about these robot bears. Please. Can we talk about the robot bears? Can we? All right, Will. Okay. Robert Man. <laughs> Robert Will. I lose I lose my way every time I start saying. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. So uh on eBay, good buddy. Yeah. I found some burbles. I found Bert. Yeah, that's one we didn't have in this. But yeah, I do yeah. remember seeing pictures of them. Yeah, I found Bert, Bill, and Bell. Do you so, have Robert Burble Ernie? Uh, uh, <laughs> I started scrolling through my phone. Yeah. I'm like, what are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, I, I, I make you malfunction. Yeah, right. I just uh, <laughs> fall apart. All right, man. Yeah, so I got three of them here, buddy. They are uh, not in pristine condition. They are used. Good. Very loose morals They here. deserve to be used. Yes. I'll kind of zoom in here for you. Love them. Yeah. They hey, got- guys. <laughs> hey, guys. Creepy bastards yeah, right here. They're just staring. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. They got, some, they got some scratches on them, you know. Uh, not mint condition at all, buddy. But, but, <laughs> not but, in any way. Not at all. But yes, yeah, so a three pack here, buddy. How much do you think you can take these guys home with you and get scared? <laughs> how, how much you pay for that to get scared by three bears? How many? How many ro- uh, burble berries would I give? Yeah. Uh, let's say fifty bucks for all three. One hundred dollars. Will? Yeah. You can get these three burbles. Yes. For two hundred and forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. That seems a little wacko to now, me. Now they're still here. I mean, I, no, I don't think anyone's budging on so, yeah, these. So, so once again, you're not telling me what they're worth. You're, I forget this. You're telling me what someone's asking for. Them. Correct. So I could put up like this dinosaur with no arms over here up there for a thousand dollars, and if we happen to cover it that week, you'd say it's a thousand dollars. Maybe. <laughs> mm, I think. I think the answer is yes. I forget that. Yeah. All right, man. So in 1985, mm-hmm. vintage Thundercats Thunder Tank. Mm, baby. Yes, this is uh, missing one of the treads on the wheels. Oh. But it does come with the box. How's, and, it, gonna, uh, how's it gonna go? Uh, I know. It's just the way it goes, buddy. Well, that's just that needs to be in a salvage yard. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh well, and you said it comes with the box. It comes with the box. But it's not anything good obviously well i mean yeah the the uh, it says here missing one tread the pop-up function does not work okay. um but it comes with a solid box with minor wear no engine uh ac is busted <laughs> <laughs> a salvage title got a salvage title over here uh well i'll once again go with the 50 dollars. oh will nope you can get one of these for 175 dollars louise that thing's a junker it is man but these bears though how about these robot bears? I like them. <laughs> I'm all for them. If yeah. they're listening, I'm all for them. All right. And uh, like usual, man, I usually throw something in that's kind of stupid. Um, I found three of the backings for the burbles. It's like it's almost like it's almost like the, the burbles that Oh, just the cardboard <laughs> just the stock. Car- just okay. The cardboard yeah. stock. Yeah. So it's almost like those three were part of this deal. It, it, it's yeah. it's always funny, man. People okay. Are so for those who can't see, it's it's just when you buy a toy new. Yeah. And it's a cardboard back, and then like the plastic bubble keeping it in. The plastic bubble and the toys are missing, yeah. and it's just the cardboard thing. <laughs> you you want to try to recreate something? I'm not sure. Yeah. Who's buying I thought this you crap? Were, I thought you were going to say that you had a Robert Burble uh, cosplay for me, <laughs> <laughs> and I was looking forward to that. That's a good one. It that is. would be good. It not is. too hard to do right um let's uh well, three of them you got three of them here, yeah buddy. i know well how about i just say 50 dollars again i'm not saying it's a joke wow 45 dollars. so good, there sir. you get that's why i was stuck on 50 i had a i had a i was yeah. receiving something psychically <laughs> i knew it was close yeah definitely wow and man that 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 completes your service <laughs> yeah your robear service <laughs> robears Oh man! Well, uh, we know these guys come back. They come back in like six or seven episodes, don't they? Um, eight total plus a movie. All right, guys. Well, that is Thundercats number three. Yep, episode three, and we're coming back to it for a third time. We may we've talked about coming back to this just episode by episode. I think so. I'm totally down with trying it as long as just you know because we don't we don't do this we'll do this yeah. with any other right cartoon. It'd be kind of cool to stick stick to the stick to our guns on this one. I'm this one I'm down with trying it. Yeah. Okay. 
and then we're going to fail yeah. miserably. I was like, <laughs> I tried to watch the fourth one, I accidentally watched the fifth one. I don't know what happened. Yeah, we, we, we only last like, uh, like one more episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that wraps things up for this episode of the Days Past Tooncast. Yep. If you would like to contact us, you can reach us at dptooncast at gmail.com. Even better, you can follow us at dptooncast. That's on Twitter. And you can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash dptooncast. And if you really want to have a good time, then you're going to go <laughs> then call this number that you found on the bathroom stall. 1-800- Go to youtube.com mm-hmm. and search for Days Past Tooncast, yes. and you will find a music video for a song that Travis and I did. It's great. It's a parody. It is a mashup. It is the X-Men 1992 animated series theme song mashed up with Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back. Yep. It's called X-Men Attack. You'll know it when you see it, mm-hmm. just like pornography. It's going viral, buddy. Yes. Going viral. Travis, would you like to plug anything? Yes, sir, I would, man. I do a podcast called Nature of the Beast. It's a true crime podcast. It's true crime with a twist. I did it with Brandon and Catherine. It's found everywhere the podcasts are found. Check out our archived episodes. It's good. Boom, boom. Robot bears. <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang, shoot them I just up. Always, I, someday I'm not going to say anything until you just say, well, I'm done saying things about my plug. It <laughs> <laughs> always just loses steam. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Robert listeners, uh-huh. <laughs> Robert Burble listeners. Though, let's get serious for a second. All right, now, so Travis and I are going to sign off, and then we're going to get back to talking about these robot yeah, bears for at least for another sure. two hours, just off mic. Absolutely, we've yeah. already been talking about them for yeah. hours before we got on here. <laughs> it's very hard not to talk about them before yeah. we get on mic. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to say, tutor my duder, mm-hmm. and we will see you next week on the Days Past Tunecast. Mm-hmm. Hey, will yeah, tutor my duder, bro. You got it. All right, Robert Burble. Burble. Listeners, this is Dr. Spatzel, and I am here to remind you, there is nowhere you can run to, that I can't find you. I watch you in secret, at your most private, and vulnerable times. You will not see me coming. Even if you could, it would not matter. Attempts to fight, are futile. You are merely human. While I, am Spatzel. Thank you for listening.